Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnoosh Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie. Learning with Leslie. This is Learning with Leslie. 888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. <laughs> I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Sama from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time. And as usual, I have another exciting episode for you today. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about how to be very productive as a blogger, even with a full-time job. <laughs> yes, you can start something on the side that eventually becomes bigger than yourself. This is one of the questions I get asked very often, and I've spoken about it in the past. However, it is something that is constantly evolving. What I do or do not do today is way different from what I've done in the past or didn't do in the past. And you know, I'm not perfect. I still struggle, but I will be talking a bit about what's working for me today. And I think that whether you have a full-time job or not, these principles can help you be more productive. That's what I'm gonna be talking about today. All right, all right. I'm so glad to be recording this podcast right now. Things have been actually quite interesting over the last 24 hours. I was supposed to do an, I was supposed to record this last night because today is Tuesday and it is right now 8:26. I'm supposed to be putting this up at 9 a.m., but I will probably be putting it up a little later. Um and uh, last night, what happened was I had to take a friend to the, the, the train station. So that kind of messed up my schedule a little bit. I got in way later than I normally would. And then uh, yesterday, we took little Noah to the doctor and he got some shots. And last night, he was up a lot and crying. And it was a bit, you know, interesting. So my morning got off to a rough start. But I'm here. I'm here because I need to record this episode for you. I need to be able to connect with you today. And I'm happy to be able to do so. And I'm telling you that story because it's relevant. It's relevant to the concept of getting things done. And we'll talk about how to do that well. So in this episode, first, I'm going to make a quick announcement about a meetup that I'm having in a few weeks. Then I'm going to get into the content, but I'm going to do it in three parts. Part one, I'm going to talk about the preliminaries. How do you prepare yourself for the process that I'm going to be um, outlining in this episode? Part two, I'm going to be talking about the action steps that you can take, the action that I am taking uh, these days to try to be as productive as possible. And part three, I'm going to be talking about things that you can do to maximize that productivity. But before I get into all of that, I want to let you know, of course, that these videos, um, what am I saying? <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by my free videos at freebloggingvideos.com where I show you how to start a blog and build it so that you can create content that inspires others and even change the world. So if you're interested in anything like that, head on over to freebloggingvideos.com. 
And also, because of the time crunch, I'm not going to be answering any questions that were called into the hotline. I know I have a few that were backlogged because of how crazy things have been. But I do want to encourage you still, if you ever have a question that you want me to deal with on the podcast, you can call it into the hotline. It may take a little while for me to get to it, depending on how things are going. But when I get to it, I will get get to it. Uh, so the hotline, num- the number of the hotline is 888-835-2414. And you can call that any time of the day or night and I will get it via email and I will answer it on the show. All right. For the quick announcement, I am doing a meetup in Cincinnati, Ohio on a Sunday, June 23rd. As of right now, it will be at 1 p.m. Here's the deal. I don't have the the place as yet because I want to see how many people are going to respond to this and how many people are interested in doing that meetup. Um, so if you're in the Cincinnati area or you can you know, get there for a meetup, I would love to be able to connect with you. I'm going there for the Savvy Blogging uh, Summit. And I'm very excited. I'm going to be speaking there on the topic of podcasting. So if you're around and you want to connect in person, which I love to do, um, I want you to go to becomeablogger.com slash meetup. Becomeablogger.com slash meetup. That's going to take you to the Facebook event page that I've set up uh, for this meetup. I want to get an idea of how many people are interested in going. Um, and then we're going to make a decision as to where it's going to be. And I would love to meet up with you. All right, so let's get into uh, the story for today. You know, when I first started internet marketing, this is something I've spoken about in the past, but it is very relevant. I didn't get as much done as I do today, but I feel as if I do much more today in significantly less time than I used to spend. You know, I remember there was a time where if I wasn't at my job, I was at home working. Or if I was at my job, I was still working on my online business at some point. Um, You know, I spend so much time trying to build my business that so many of my so many of the aspects of my life suffered my family suffered i didn't spend as much time with my wife um and eventually i came to the point where i just got fed up i was tired i couldn't do this anymore so i just left it all behind i pretty much gave up because it was just taking too much of my time and it just didn't seem that that it was worth it. Even though I was making some decent money on the side, it just wasn't working well for me. Now, eventually I decided to get back into internet marketing and all, and specifically blogging. Um, and I decided that if I were going to do this again, I had to do things differently uh, because it just, it, it wasn't working for me. Uh, it was working for me in terms of it was, you know, making money as a business, but my time is very valuable and my family is even more valuable. And I couldn't just continue neglecting them. I couldn't just um, keep going and keep going, neglecting my health, neglecting my sanity. <laughs> it was just too much. So I had to do things very differently. Now, I'm not perfect. I'm still learning as I go. But I get much more done with significantly less time. And that's what I want to be talking about today. Some of the things that I am doing um, to really you know, help me to be more productive, but balance 
yeah, but well balanced. I guess that's the best way to say it. So I want to get into this. Let's get into part one, the preliminaries. These are the things uh, um, that you want to take into consideration before um, going into this plan of action. First thing, this is very important. This is not something that I really focused on um, in the beginning. But you want to be clear. You want to be extremely clear about why you're doing what you're doing. Are you doing what you're doing because you want to make money? That's, that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's not a bad thing at all, actually. Um, I, I personally need to know why I'm doing what I'm doing to be really motivated to get things done. So that when I get sidetracked, when I get distracted, um, when, when things aren't going the way I want them to go, I can keep that why in mind and then just keep pushing on. So my whys are things like my family. I want to be there for my family. I want to be able to provide for my family. My family is the most important thing to me or one of the most important things in my life. And it's one of the motivations why, uh, behind why I am working on my online business, why I am trying to build something and leave a legacy behind, trying to build something that they can be proud of. My family means the world to me. So family is number one. Number two, I want to help others. I want to help you make something of yourself and do something significant. I want to help you to build something that you can be proud of, something that can impact others. And I want to change the world. You know, I keep saying that and people think I'm, I'm crazy. Somebody on Facebook yesterday, um, day before yesterday told me that I can't, you can't change the world. And I, I, I'm sorry. I believe you can. And I believe that blogging is a great way to do it. And number four, I'm also doing this to get out of debt. We have some bills that we're trying to get rid of. I, I hate bills um, <laughs> and I don't like seeing them. So I want to get rid of that. So I, I need to make some extra money to be able to pay these uh, uh, bills off faster and to, you know, just get rid of that. I'm tired of it. So those are my whys. And when I get distracted, when I get discouraged or when I don't get as much done one day, I need to come back to these whys so that I can get the motivation to continue. So that's step number one. Be clear about your why. Uh, step number two in these preliminaries, identify the high-value tasks in your business. This is extremely important because especially when you're doing an online business, it's so easy to try to do this and that and everything and everything and everything. And, uh, you know, it, it, <laughs> it, it, it's so easy to get sidetracked with things that aren't really contributing a significant amount to your business. Uh, and I, I encourage you to identify those tasks in your business. So for me, those things are um, tasks like um, creating content. That is extremely important. Content is king, especially when it comes to my business. And I need to make sure that I am focusing on that creating of content. Number two, networking with others, connecting with others. That is my, my business is all about people. So it's extremely important for me to be able to do that. And number three, optimizing my funnel. You know, people come into my blog uh, and they get a, a ton of free content. And I, and I want to make sure that if I'm doing this as a business, there's a certain percentage of them that are um, purchasing things or signing up for things that I'm promoting, um, uh, becoming become a blogger, premium members, and upgrading because that is what drives my business. So I want to make sure that I'm optimizing it in a way that it adds value to the people that are coming to my blog and that it makes money 
money because it is a business. So those are the high value tasks in my business. And it's important to, to, to know what those are for you. And number three, identify the things that you can get rid of or minimize. This is something that is often overlooked also, and it is something that is extremely important. I'll give you one perfect example, watching TV. Watching TV is great. It's a lot of fun. I enjoy watching TV. Well, I guess watching my laptop or, no, I, I can watch Hulu on the TV now. So <laughs> I can spend a ton of time doing that, and I have in the past, but I've had to almost eliminate that for my schedule because that's a lot of time that I could spend doing things that are more productive. Once you've identified those things, get rid of them or minimize them. Um, and that's what I've done with TV. I've minimized it um, to where I watch two episodes per week. Um, in the past, I used to watch episodes daily, but no, I can't do that because it's a waste of time. It's still good for leisure, but I keep it in context. It is worth it. You know what you're doing that you don't need to be doing. If you don't need to be doing it, don't do it or do it significantly less. All right, so those are the preliminaries. Be clear about your why. Identify the high-value tasks in your business. And number three, identify the things that you can get rid of or minimize. Now let's get into the action because this is where the rubber meets the road. This is the important part. Number one, create a to-do list the night before. The things that you need to get done, write them down. There is significant amount of power in writing things down. And this is something that I've started doing. And when I do it, I get so much more done the next day. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Number two, be clear and specific about the tasks that you need to get done. So don't just say, you know, I want to make my blog better. You know, say I want to write one article or I want to write two articles or, or whatever it is you want to get done. So I'm looking at my to-do to list for today and I'm seeing things like set up my Facebook event, record and post my podcast episode, which I'm doing right now, send out an email about the podcast, prepare for pathophysiology, which is a class that I I teach, um, create a handout for pathophysiology, make two um, keynotes for Become a Blogger for some videos that I'm going to be working on, and then I have some other personal stuff like pay rent today and um, get reimbursed. These are the th things that I need to get done today, but I last night before going to bed, I made this list so that when I wake up, I can see, all right, these are the things that I got to do, and as I do them, I check them off the list. All right, so um, that is number one, uh, making sure you're creating that list the night before. When you're creating this list also, it's important to be realistic. Don't try to do everything in the world. Um, <laughs> you know, be realistic. And as you start, you're going to start to figure out what is realistic and what is unrealistic. And then as you see how things are going, adjust as you see fit. Okay, adjust as you see fit. The next thing where that's concerned is you want to make sure your highest priority tasks are at the top and that you are working on the high value tasks that we decided on on a regular basis. These are a big part of your to-do list. At least they should be a big part of your to-do list. All right, so that's number one. Create a to-do list the night before. Number two, and this seems insignificant, but it's so significant, especially if you have a full-time job. 
Get your clothes ready the night before. Get your clothes ready the night before. Here's the thing. The less you have to think about the day of, the better it's going to be, the more effective and efficient you're going to be. So before I go to bed, I take out my clothes. I iron them if I need to iron them. I put them aside, and I know exactly what I'm going to wear in the morning. I would encourage you to do this also. Now, if you don't have a full-time job that you have to go to or any kind of job that you have to go to, you know, just get whatever it is you need um, for work. Get that done uh, or to work on your business. Get that prepared. Make sure it's out um, so that when you come to get the work done, you can just get at it, not have to think about all the things that you need to prepare. All right. So that's number two. Get, get your clothes or whatever else you need ready the night before. Number three, and this is extremely important, Early to bed and early to rise. Getting on a schedule, very significant. Now, <laughs> actually, this is a statement that I heard from uh, Michael Hyatt that psychologists have um, realized after doing some um, research about it. Morning people tend to make more money, be more productive, be healthier, live longer, and be more happy and satisfied with their lives. I don't know about you, but all those things are things that I want to be. I want to make more money. I want to be more productive. I want to be healthier, live longer, and be more happy and satisfied with my life. And waking up early is a great way of doing it. I wake up at 5 a.m. usually. Now, this morning was a bit more challenging, but 5 a.m. is the target time for me to wake up. And why it's great to wake up early is that there are minimal distractions in the morning. Now, I some people are listening to this and they're saying, you know, whoa, whoa, I'm not a morning person. You know, I was not a morning person. It was extremely difficult for me in the beginning. But if you fight through it, most people can become morning person. People. When I was in college, I was known for being the guy that was always sleeping, sleeping late, because that was, I, I just thought that that's me. I sleep late. I joined a fraternity when I was in college, and my code name was the sloth. <laughs> so that tells you how bad it was. But the more you practice, the better you get. I try to go that I, I know that I need about seven hours sleep to be optimum. Um, and I try to go to bed at 10 and wake up at 5 and do that every day. And the more you do it, the better you get at it. Set an alarm and try to do it. It takes about 21 days to to form a habit, according to psychologists. And if you can do this and just fight through it for 21 days, it'll be so part of your routine that you'll, you'll be surprised at the fact that you can become a morning person. So, Go to bed on time, wake up on time, and hopefully that on time is early. Then start checking off the things on that list. I am recording this podcast episode right now, and when I'm done, I am going to check that off the list. And then I'm going to go through the other items in this list, check them off one at a time from top to bottom. And in doing that, you want to try to alternate time, uh, um, things that are going to take a lot of time with things that don't take as much so that, you know, you're not always trying to get the heavy things done first, but you're kind of mixing it up a little bit. That's how it works for me, at least. Now, especially if you're waking up early, you want to do as many of the tasks early in the day as possible. Just try to just knock them out. <laughs> try to get them done um, so that, you know, you can get a good jump start on the day and then, you know, finish the rest of the tasks off as you go throughout the day. 
All right, so that is number four. Number five, we have two more to go. This is number five. Take time to relax. This is extremely important because if you keep going, keep going, keep going, you will get tired and you will be burnt out like I was in the past, like I am every so often. You want to relax. You want to spend time with your family. You want to have some time to spend alone. You want to chill and just do nothing sometimes. Work that into your schedule on a regular basis. It doesn't have to be an extensive period of time. It's good to do it as an extensive period of time every so often. But regularly, just relax. And the last point, number seven, take care of your body. Take care of your body. I know there's so much to get done. You don't have time to exercise. I don't have time to exercise. And sometimes you feel so drained, so tired that you can't exercise. Sometimes I feel that way. But when I do exercise consistently, and I've been running for the last few weeks, and it has helped me so much, I all of a sudden have a bunch of energy, much more energy to get more things done. I want to encourage you, if you're not exercising, try to do 15 minutes a day. Try to do a half hour a day. Try to build up to where you're exercising regularly. You will see a big difference. And make sure you're eating right. If you're eating a bunch of crap, fast food, and drinking a bunch of soda or pop, whatever you call it, you're not going to have as much energy. So try to eat healthier. All right, so those things, once again, are create your to-do list the night before. Number two, get your clothes ready the night before. Number three, get to bed early and wake up early and try to be consistent with that. Number four, start checking things off that list. Number five, um, take take time to relax. And number six, take care of your body. I thought it was seven, but it is six. So take care of your body. All right, let's switch over to part three. How do you maximize this productivity? These are some of the things that I do. Number one, use whatever tools you will actually use. You know, there are so many tools out there that you can use um, to help you be more productive. And sometimes you get so overwhelmed with all the tools that you download a bunch of them and you just get confused and then you end up using nothing. Use whatever you will actually use. I'm going to tell you what I use. Number one, I use Evernote. I use that because my business is all about content and I can create a lot of content in Evernote. I can catalog them in different notebooks. Um, They sync across all my devices so that I can work on them from anywhere regardless of what I have on me, whether it's my phone or my computer or my iPad, whatever the case, or if I'm by someone else, I can log on to their computer and get onto Evernote and still get stuff done. That is number one. It is the, the, the program I probably use more than any other program, especially when it comes to my business. Then for my to-do list, I use a a very sleek program called AnyDo. And you can find it at any.do.com. It just works very nicely. It is very sexy, if I must say so. (laughs) You know, it takes full advantage of the touch and swipe features that you have on mobile devices these days. 
and it's very simple to add tasks. It's very simple to swipe and get rid of tasks that you've completed. I love it. You don't have to use this app. Um, it's available on the on Chrome. It's available on um, Android and iPhone, and I think some other platforms. So you can use it from anywhere. It syncs, so that's a good thing. You can see it on your laptop. You can see it on your phone and so on. Then there's another really cool program that I use because I get distracted sometimes very easily. I want to jump on Facebook. I want to jump on, um, you know, Google Plus or YouTube and watch some videos or all these different types of things that can suck your time away. So I use a program called self-control it's only available on the mac but there's another alternative called freedom and what they do is is very simple you put a list of websites on or in the settings and then you can say i want to work for the next 45 minutes or i want to work for the next half hour or hour and what it will do is it will actually block those apps for you <laughs> i mean block those websites for you so that no matter what you do you cannot get to those websites you know it might not be necessary for you but for me sometimes i need that extra help so you can find that at selfcontrolapp.com or the the one for PC is called Freedom, and you can find that at MacFreedom.com. I don't know why it, why it's called Mac Freedom if it's available on a PC, but that's where it is. <laughs> All right, um, some one other tool that I have used in the past, I don't use as much anymore. It's called Time Doctor. It's what I use to track my outsourcers and track their time. Um, you might want to use that for tracking your own time and keeping track of what you're doing so that you can, you know, you have a certain amount of time to work on the tasks in your business. You track that time and you help yourself be more productive by really keeping track of it. Um, that's at timedoctor.com. I don't use that anymore, but it's another tool that I have used. Once again, I want to emphasize, use whatever you will actually use. Keep it simple. You don't have to use all of the the the, the um, apps that I use. You might use more. You might use less. You might use some that I use and some that you have been using for a while. Whatever works for you is what you want to do. Another tip for maximizing productivity kind of goes back to what I said about resting, but you want to take regular um, breaks. Uh, there's a technique called the Pomodoro technique where they tell you to, to work for 25 minutes and then take a five-minute break. I don't do that exactly. Usually I do something like 45 minutes to an hour, and then I take a 10 to 15-minute break. You want to take those breaks regularly because if you're just constantly staring at a screen, you can get tired of doing that. If you're constantly working on um, one project for too long, it can cause you to get really tired. It just maximizes your efficiency so that your brain doesn't explode. My brain has never exploded, but I'm trying to prevent that from ever happening. Uh, so I take these breaks regularly. Now, uh, another tip, number three. I have four tips. No, I have four, five, six tips ooh, ooh, for maximizing productivity. So number three is making sure that you're spending most of your time on the high-value tasks that we decided on. And this, this comes down to the 80-20 rule. You want to be spending about 80% of your time on those high-value tasks, um, like creating content, networking. You want to get into that rhythm and try as much as possible to do some of them in advance. So if 
content creation is important for you, um, if I'm recording a podcast every week, it's good to take some time and just record a bunch of podcasts so that I can have them scheduled in advance. And if you can do that with your content or with your high-value tasks, that would be great. Number five, use templates. Oh, this saves so much time. Use templates as much as possible. This is something that I'm implementing now uh, for this podcast episode. I actually had a template of what I was gonna fo- what I was gonna follow for coming up with the content. So number one is my introduction. Number two was my outline of content. Number three was my announcements. Number four. If I had listeners, if I was doing listeners' questions, that would come next. Number five, tell a story. Number six, give the lesson. Number seven, the recap. And number eight, the outro. If you're recording a podcast, you might want to consider a, a template like that. You might want to come up with your own template. Even for the articles that you write, you might want to create a template. So first you start with an introduction, then you tell a story, or however you want it to flow. The less you have to think, the better. <laughs> that sounds lazy, but it's true. The less you have to think about the flow of things, the better you can just get into the content and fit it into the template that you've set up. Number six, if possible, you want to take advantage of outsourcing. This is something that took me a while to get into, but when I started doing it, oh my word, it helped so much. If you're making you know, a few hundred dollars in your business, Invest $50, invest $100 in your business to outsource. I recorded a podcast a podcast episode about outsourcing. It's episode number 49. I will link to it in the show notes of this episode. Um, but you want to be outsourcing as quickly as possible because it'll help you get much more done. All right. Uh, and lastly, you want to make sure that you are correcting course as you go forward because i give you a bunch of tips you might try some of these tips you might try all of these tips you don't have to try all if it's if it sounds like a lot think about one that you can implement in your business in your life to be more productive and work on that and then modify as you 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 decide hey this doesn't work for me it doesn't work for me to wake up at five i rather wake up at four (laughs) or i rather wake up at six whatever As long as you're taking action, you want to course correct as you go on, all right? You're going to get data. You're going to get feedback from yourself, from your body, and see what works for you. And you want to take advantage of of your time by making sure you're optimizing as you go. So for my recap, first, the preliminaries. You want to be clear about your why. You want to identify your high-value tasks in your business um, and identify the things that you can get rid of and minimize. Part two, the things that you want to act on. Create the to- your to-do list the night before. Get your clothes ready the night before. Early to bed, early to rise. Uh, start checking things off that list. Take time to relax and take care of your body. And part three, where we're um, uh, maximizing our productivity, uh, take re- um, wait, what am I saying here? Oh, wait, yes. Okay, so use whatever tools you, you will actually use. Take regular breaks. Make sure you're spending most of your time on your high-value tasks, um, that 80-20 rule. Um, use templates. Outsource if possible and then course correct as you go. 
So that's pretty much it for this episode. I hope you got a ton of value from that. I hope you love it. I hope you I hope you can take some of these tips or all these tips or one of these tips, implement it in your life, in your business and start getting more done with your blog. Start being more productive, not just with your blog, really, because this is just with life in general. So if you enjoyed this podcast episode or this podcast in general, I want you to do me a favor. I don't ask for this a lot, but I'm going to start asking for it more regularly. Head on over to iTunes. Go to becomeablogger.com slash iTunes. That's going to take you to the iTunes podcast listing for this podcast. And leave me a review, an honest review. If you think this is an awesome podcast, leave a five-star review or leave whatever review you think is it, 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 this podcast is worthy of that really does help to get more exposure to the podcast so I'd appreciate it if you could do that for me thank you very much and uh, as usual this is brought to you by my 10 free videos at free blogging videos where I just teach you how to start a blog where you can create content inspire others and then go out there and change the world yes you one person can do that um, so freebloggingvideos.com. That's all for this episode. Until next time, take care and God bless. <laughs>